0: You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful
1: day for horses in the morning. You are
2: listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it.
0: Well, I am Glenn Geek in a very breezy Ocala, Florida
3: and i'm jamie jennings and i'm in norman oklahoma you're listening to horses in the morning on the horse radio network for november 9th episode 3056 brought to you by stateline tech good morning horse people
1: it's wednesday morning that means jamie and glenn are back to talk horses with all of you well let's be honest jamie talks horses glenn is just here to hassle jamie enjoy the show
0: well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we have Jared Rogerson is joining us today, musician, writer. Uh, He's kind and of
3: the musician of Horses in the Morning at this point. He
0: kind of is, actually. And and one of Jamie's many uh, heartthrobs that yes. she
3: has. <laughs> don't tell him that. It's okay. embarrassing.
0: <laughs> no. I think he already knows. <laughs> <laughs> he joins us to talk about his amazing new music video and his new LP that's coming out. EP Is it EP? And by the
3: way. What's ask EP me what EP mean? EP means yes. EP stands for extended play, meaning an EP is longer than a single but shorter than an album. They typically feature two to five songs and are under thirty minutes in length. I think he has six.
0: Did you know that before Wikipedia?
3: No, <laughs> no.
0: Just chicken. Uh, I mean,
3: yes, my years in the music (laughs) business taught me so much.
0: I think that the terminology has changed since you've been in the music business. Uh, Crystal Kelly, host of The Adventresses podcast, joins us to talk about her other project called The International Equestrian. And I think she's coming to us from Italy or someplace like that. Uh, And do we have any weird news?
3: We may, we may have a few weird stories.
0: And in the auditor post show, we're going to talk about the lottery because somebody just won it big. And uh, w- you know, we haven't talked about the lottery and dreamed in. Yeah, a while.
3: I wanted to let you know as my official notice okay. that do I'm, you live I'm in out.
0: Southern California? Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) The mother home is in Southern California.
0: (laughs) Wait till you hear the name of the place where the ticket was sold. All right. uh, And, you know, we have a hurricane coming our way. Hurricane Nicole's going to hit Southern Florida, and then it's coming up right over Ocala and making a right. So it's making the turn. It's coming into the state, making the turn up toward uh, Georgia, right over Ocala. So we're actually expected to get 70, 80 mile an hour winds. This will be worse for us than Ian was here. So who knows what's going to happen? It's uh, very windy today, and it's supposed to be the worst tonight through tomorrow. So we'll see if I have any power on Friday. That's coming, and actually, it's going to hit Wellington pretty hard. It's feeling wow, scutted. you know. What?
3: It's amazing that Ian got so much uh, press, and maybe I'm just not paying attention, but I haven't heard much about Nicole at all, so it's interesting it's coming right for you. Sorry, buddy. Didn't (laughs) know that. Good luck.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, we're going to get maybe up to uh, 70 mile an hour winds. So, I know a lot of the country, our friends and our listeners up in the Dakotas have been getting blasted with wind. They've been having huge wind problems. I saw a lot of posts about that this morning.
3: I was just commenting to chad that this is by far the nicest fall we've ever had since (laughs) i've lived here
0: (laughs) you're apparently in the good spot
3: (laughs) it's usually terrible right now and so it's like so nice i'm like i was in a t-shirt yesterday i'm like i don't know where i am but this is great i'll keep it
0: (laughs) the blizzard's coming the blizzard's coming you watch (laughs) it Well, we have some auditors with birthdays, and it's one of those days with auditor last names. So we have Lynn, Carly, Katie, and Cecilia. Happy birthday to all of you. You know how I avoided that.
3: <laughs> we didn't have time to talk about it on Monday, but for those who did not see the Breeders' Cup, any of the races. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh! The distaff was born at the most magnificent uh, races ever. Until you then saw Flightline in the classic. Now Flightline is a horse who came into the classic at five and zero. Oh. Okay, five and zero. Oh. Let's not talk about Malathat who was ten and zero. Oh, but whatever, it's fine. It's a mare. Nobody cares about the mares. But Flightline. Was 5-0 and and there was a whole talk like, oh, can he beat this actual like, oh, he's never run against anybody hard. He's not amazing. We'll see. You know, and other people were like, this is the most amazing horse since Secretariat. Secretariat was mentioned in the race call. So he goes out and... He's with another horse at the front. You got to watch the race. But what happens at the end of the, the he he and the horse I think it was Life is Good is in the very front, and they're probably about eight links in the lead. And they come around the turn, and the whole the final turn, and l- Flightline, just he's just like. The jockey was like, "Okay, buddy," and he was like, "Okay, bye." And it was like the most ridiculous. I think he used like,
0: his whip once, maybe. <laughs> yeah. No
3: hand ride, no whip the whole entire time. There is no reason to touch that horse. And so it was. The race went off. I like, ended up like two minutes and like a fraction of a second. And secretary, it ran that in one fifty nine and two fifths. So it was like just a little over a second more. But it was the most ridiculous race. And, and if you don't cry watching that horse race, like, Oh my God, flight line. So here's the thing is, is this everybody's like, is this secretariat? Is this the new secretariat? Is this the new secretariat? Guess what? <clears throat> Retired.
0: I know. See, that's the part problem now is we'll like, never, we'll
3: never know. I get it. He doesn't owe anybody anything else and blah, 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 blah. But I'm sorry. I wanted to see more. I wanted <laughs> to see more. Do you know if they just. He only like- ran like
0: six races or something.
3: Six races. And Malathad, the female in the distaff, was like nine and oh going into the race. And nobody's talking about her, but like whatever. Flight Lane, six and oh. Amazing. But like, oh my God, you see this horse, you're like, holy I knew he was going to win when he was going in the like a little post parade before the race because he's just like, head up, like, I got this. Okay. Let's go. But I shared on my personal Facebook page, and I'll try to remember to post it. It is They do jockey cams now, and the jockey is coming around the, mm-hmm. the whole track. And you can hear this, like, wall of sound. Because the, the, it was at Keeneland this year, the classic was. And this wall of sound when they actually make their way into that final turn where the crowd is. Oh, my God. It was so impressive. It was so awesome. And I want to see Flightline run more. But do you know what he's supposed to possibly make his first year at stud? Okay. $40 million. See, I don't understand
0: that. You know, six races is only six races.
3: But if you watch the story, he actually averaged before the Breeders' Cup, he won every race by twelve and a, an average of twelve and a half. Lengths. But we don't know if he has stamina. I, do, I, I guess I, it I, doesn't matter I, anymore. I guess it doesn't matter because you—they sold two and a half percent of him, two and a half percent. Do you know what that two and a half percent of the share went for? No. Four point six million dollars. <laughs> Well, I sat on the little calculator and started doing the math. And if you're looking at, probably his stud fee is going to be around $150,000. And he's going to breed, let's say, 150 mares. They range between 120 and 170 usually. So he's going to breed, say, 150 mares. It's going to take this person 10 years to make their money back. But then I started doing the math. I'm like, well, what if they take those shares out in stud fees and then they breed some nice mares to him and then those babies are going to sell for like millions of dollars at the thing and so they're going to make money that way. Uh, It's just like the... You got to pay to play. Oh my gosh, the amount of money in thoroughbred horse racing is insane. I'm so glad they don't do um, artificial insemination. I would just be.
0: Oh, that awful. would just, yeah, that would just, that'd be
4: oh
3: ridiculous. Oh my God. But $40 million <laughs> in his first year and they're like, we're going to retire him and do yeah, that. Yeah, we don't want to break in a leg. <laughs> that's so <laughs> weird. But I, thought, I just want to see him run more. But he didn't run until he was four, you know, until his three-year-old year or until he was four, I think. And he never ran as a two-year-old. Like It was just this awesome story and this awesome horse and it's awesomely done. I'm so sad.
0: <laughs> I know. I was I thought saw that too, and I went, oh, you know, you can't compare him to secretariat or anybody at this point. And
3: Larry kalmas when he's coming down the stretch, Larry Colmas is and making the call is like, Hey, we saw another secretariat. And then after the race, one of the one of the announcers was one of the analysts was like, mm, that might be a little premature. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you see this horse, it is just like nothing you've ever seen coming around as soon as he came around that turn. It was like It was like in the movie Sea Biscuit when he he turns around, he's like, Bye (laughs) and just takes off. It was like exactly like that. Hand ride the whole entire way. It was awesome.
0: There was another horse in that race and I forget which one it was, because Karen was here and her daughter was here and J- Jennifer and I were all watching it, and they all had target. They all had their eyes on another horse that looked like the perfect sport horse. Uh, they weren't, weren't looking at him at all. There was the there was the perfect sport horse. There, the cute one that they were all lying up. Who I'm sure came in dead last. Um, That's how
3: that
0: is. <laughs> I want to thank a couple of people who already sent in entries for this saddle giveaway. So I want to thank Monica, Sarah, and Alyssa for the voicemails. There was a whole bunch of people that signed up uh, on the form. But those three actually sent us voicemails, one of them a song, uh, and it no may Lord. have included you. So, no, uh, Lord. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's unusual that we get songs and poems and things coming in this quickly. But I wanted to remind everybody that uh, we're giving away your choice of any WinTech saddle. To do that, you go to horseradionetwork.com, click on the banner at the top of the page, and you can enter one of three ways. For one entry in the drawing, you can just fill out the form. About 100 of you did that already. For two entries in the drawing, you just send us a voicemail, submit a holiday voicemail using the green voicemail button on the right side of the website or you can record your message on your phone and email it to glenn at com. Get creative, involve the horses, dogs, or cats, or just wish everybody you know or somebody special a happy holidays, and we'll play it on the air. And then did for,
3: you get... Go ahead, finish up. And, and then I for
0: four that. entries, doing a poem or song... That's required for the four to get four entries. You submit us the same holiday voicemail doing the same way, uh, but you've written a song. And this year, we're requiring you to include your favorite HRN shows, hosts, or sponsors. So, and this oh, one so did. they
3: can't just sing jingle bells. It has Correct, to be, like rewritten. Yeah,
0: and you know we usually have a theme every year. Well, this year the theme is us. So. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all about me baby my name is glenn <laughs> write songs you know
0: i me. wasn't feeling very creative and i said well let's just have them <laughs> sing about us this year and most of that them did anyway good. so it was like...
3: that sounds good hey so um did you get so i got my wintech saddle and i'm so excited did you get my unboxing video
0: i don't know i have to look i don't remember i
3: sent it to you so we need to post I, that yeah, I got the Wintec Wide Light, and I'm—I've got to tell you, I had to cheat a little bit. Okay, so I had this like super cute idea. I was like, I'm gonna unbox this video because uh, it's the wide, and it's for my <clears throat> thick Andalusian, my very fit, muscular. <laughs> super fat and It's just, got, he's got a back. I mean, I ride thoroughbreds and he's got this back. That's like the size of my desk. right? So I had to get the Wintech wide light and I got it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do the unboxing video. So I was like, okay, okay you hold miles right behind me. I'm going to unbox this saddle and I'm going to put it on his back. And it's going to be amazing. And so I like rip the tape and miles is like, what are you doing and then the saddle comes with all these like foam things and these wrappers and i start pulling foam things and miles is like i don't think so that's not okay <laughs> i ended up having to like gently pull some of that out and then reclose the box <laughs> and start over because <laughs> he was like, I don't, I don't. That, so two that's
0: takes to, on the unboxing video. <laughs> two takes on
3: the unboxing. So I tried to like, I tried to tape it back as much as possible, but I had to take out some of the foam because they package that thing. Like it is, you know, like an egg in a box, you know, so they want to make sure it's nice and taken care of. And it was beautifully packaged. And I was so disappointed. I didn't get to play with all the foam because he, M- Miles was like, I, that's not, that is awesome. Uh, um, you're pulling out death toys. <laughs> well,
0: it's so not every day? You can't you. do a lot of desensitizing for unpacking saddles. That doesn't happen no, very often. No, like <laughs> ripping
3: the tape and like the foam coming out, these big chunks, and it was windy. And I was like, okay, I, this is how I die. So I need to like, we need to fix this. So I did have to do two takes, but it is a beautiful saddle. The Windec wide light, it's, oh my gosh, it's like two pounds. It's insane. It's so light.
0: Very cool. Well, I, I made can't Farm wait Boy carry it around. It.
3: I was like, "Hey, Farm Boy, you with your nine hundred pound Western saddle? Feel this, suck it."
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to uh, we're going to find that video and post it. So
3: there you go. I emailed to you. You never said anything. I was like, "Oh, I must have done bad." You can tell I tried two takes because no,
0: know. I didn't even so, I didn't even see it. I have to look for it. If I didn't get it, you're going to have to resend it. I hope you still have it. <laughs> I, don't I don't remember it. All right, let's hear from uh, hear all about Stateline Tack and go to our first guest, Mr. Jared Rogerson. Well, visit StatelineTack.com today to find their selection of blankets that they've just gotten in. If you go to StatelineTack.com right there on the homepage, The Best in Blanketing, click on Shop Now. They have a whole bunch of new styles of blankets for the season. Matter of fact, it looks like... Holy smokes. There's seven pages of them. Anything from Tough One to Weather to Kensington to Rambo, Saxon, Amigo... Gatsby. They have the full selection of blankets at any price point from $100, $90, all the way up to the most expensive Ram- Rambo blankets. But the I, one thing I did notice with the selection of blankets this year is colors. There's a ton of colors out there now. It's not just the same old blue that you've seen before. We have patterns, we have tie-dye, all different kinds of stuff. Uh, that started a couple years ago with Weatherbeta making the colors, and then uh, some of the other companies decided they were going to follow suit and come out with some pretty bizarre stuff. So check out all the options today at StatelineTAC.com for all of your blanketing needs.
3: I would like to welcome one of my favorite people on the planet to the show, Jared Rogerson. Hi, Jared.
2: Oh, hey, how are you doing, Jamie?
3: Oh, man, we're fantastic. Where in the world are you right now?
2: I am at home in Wyoming, Western Wyoming, looking out my window watching it snow right now.
3: Oh, my gosh. It's so snowing already. I guess it is November. That happens there. <laughs> so, is it like snow until spring for you or does it melt and come back and melt and come back?
2: No, it's it's usually kind of once it starts, we're, we're in for the long haul, you know. And uh, I'm, I'm always excited when March gets here because I know winter's halfway over so there's and there's Uh, a little a little too much truth in that statement yeah yeah
3: yeah i know i've come to wyoming in april and i'm like why is it so cold it's april this is supposed this is not normal how do you how do you how do you do that like you have horses and children and all of that that must be must be difficult i guess
2: my kids are straight up wyoming raised i mean they're crazy. You know, in the spring, when it gets up to like 30 degrees, my daughter's like putting on shorts and running outside. Of course, she's got a sweatshirt on, but it's like, yeah, it's summer. And, uh, they're just totally adapted more, way more than me. Um, yeah. And you know, it's, uh, the, the critters do well. And, uh, every, I think everybody just adapts. We just have a hard time if it gets above 80 in the summer, because we're so used to the cold, you know,
3: Okay, that uh, there's you know what if we were all the same the world would be very boring. So <laughs> that's what I like to say. Uh, okay, so t- this music video that you had, time spent in the saddle, holy moly, this is like, this is like Nashville-esque, super quality, and you're riding horses, and then you're in the big city. How- tell us how this video happened because this is an incredible feat. Of I mean. It's just incredible and probably expensive.
2: Uh, you know, uh, it was it was a lot of work, and a, but it was really a lot of fun. This is this is exactly the kind of thing that I've always wanted to do. Um, you know, I mean, writing the song, I wrote the song, actually co-wrote it with um, West Vanessa Carpenter, who's a Western singer out of Idaho. And during the pandemic, we did the the Zoom thing, you know, that everyone's doing. finally jumped on that deal and, and actually wrote this song together and it just it came out so easy and then uh and then doing the video i'm just so fortunate to have uh some some friends who do really great video work um this one was shot by david rule who i mean he's just incredible he travels the country the world actually i think he's been doing video work on every continent except antarctica so he definitely knows what he's doing and, and we got together to make this video and I kind of have this vision for what I wanted to happen and he's like yeah let's go for it this is awesome and I mean the scenery I mean I mean this is this is western Wyoming this is where I live this is just up the road you know so this is is not hard to to come up with these beautiful places and it's it's hard to go wrong right with that kind of scenery but, I mean, uh,
3: it is spectacular. Yeah. You're riding, of course, you're riding a white horse, like all good guys. You're riding a white horse up and down and through the, uh, by the lake, and it's just mountains in the back. It's just so picturesque. And like you said, that's where you live. But then you're in like some sort of city. And what's it, where was that shot?
2: So yeah, so we went to the closest big city that we have to where I live, which is four hours away. And it was um, Salt Lake City. And so it was just some random like Thursday night. We're like, hey, okay, we'll go down there, we'll we'll hit the light when it's good. It'll be this busy, congested city, and uh we'll get all these shots and and show this contrast. And we got down there and we're like, where is everybody? This place <laughs> was like empty. And I was like it was hard to find any traffic, you know. And uh but but when we shot it, we started doing this. We're like, This is actually really cool. It has a really cool eerie vibe and it and it just it kind of made it beautiful in a different way. And and she just showed the contrast between city and, and getting back to the mountains and on your horse. And, um, it was just, it worked out the way it was meant to work out, I guess.
3: Now that beautiful white horse that you're riding, uh, is that yours?
2: That is my horse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had her it. for a little while now. I think I've had her for like seven years, I believe. Seven, That's seven awesome. or eight years. Yeah. She she's get
3: like an extra cookie. Cause she's like a superstar now.
2: She's, I mean, famous like she's more famous than me now so <laughs>
3: <laughs> which you guys the, please go watch all of this we're gonna find out how to get this music but also yeah you just had like a, i think a thousand followers or something some some big number
2: oh uh yeah uh just hit ten thousand followers 10, 000. on uh, on my facebook page yeah so that's awesome and uh getting getting going in that world and then uh Doing the doing the Instagram and the TikTok thing as well now just started that so oh, that's oh kind are there a lot of stuff. cowboys on TikTok? You wouldn't believe it, really. There, <laughs> there are. I, I found out I got on there because I had this image of TikTok. You you lip sync some weird dance,
0: yeah, and
2: be goofy, and then you all of a sudden are famous. And that wasn't me. And and somebody talked me into you know you got to sign up and put some of these videos and stuff up there. So I did, and I found out. Holy smokes, these are my people they my people are all over that place and uh so it's really cool so that's like blowing blowing up and it's it's happening we've done in like 10 days what took 10 years to do on some of the other places so it's pretty wild well
0: jared if you'll give us permission at the end of the show we'll play the show out with time spent in the saddle will you let us do that
2: absolutely would love love if you did Cool. And
3: you are I have one yeah. more question cuz I'm watching this video right now and I'm I'm racking my brain I can't quite figure out is this mare that you're riding is she gated? Is she, I it's like I, I can't quite figure out what her legs are doing.
2: Yeah, it's uh she's a fox trotting. She's a Missouri oh, fox trotter. Okay. So they got that diagonal gait which is kind of kind of unique, you know, I think.
3: Oh, um, my brain was hurting. I'm <laughs> like what is yeah. this horse doing? Okay, it's this fox trotter does. Sorry, I haven't been around a lot of them.
2: Yeah, so they're kind of what they're doing is they're kind of like trotting on their back legs and walking really fast on their front legs. So it kind of kind of looks weird, but it's super smooth, you know. And uh, okay. I I, I grew hurting. up, thank you. You know, you know what we do in the mountains. I kind of grew up riding quarter horses because that's what everyone rides out here. And then um, I accidentally ended up with a foxtrotter like 15 years ago, and uh, I was like, holy cow, this is different. And uh, now I got a little herd of them, and it's they've been a lot of fun.
3: Well, with all of your broken bones, with all of your, uh, I think your bareback rider, like it probably is a little comfortable, kind of nice.
2: Yeah, I just, I feel like I deserve to just sit on a smooth chair at this point in my life, glide across the landscape. Awesome. Before we let you go,
0: you just released a new, what we determined was an EP. We did the definition of that earlier, which is like a short album (laughs) um, (laughs) called Cadillac Cowboy.
2: What's on that one? Well, time spent on the saddle is on there, and um, there's six songs, and proud to say that there is a music video for every single song. Oh, um, cool. So, so yeah, there's some cowboy stuff, there's just some some country rock stuff, and uh, some horse stuff on all of that, and uh, pretty pretty proud of the package. Is probably the my favorite thing I've done so far, and uh, boy, I just encourage everyone to go uh, check out all those videos and and songs there. So where do they go?
0: What's the best place for them to go to? F- we'll we'll put a link directly to the video we were talking about earlier. Time spent in the saddle, but where can they find the EP?
2: Yeah, you know if you go to that link, one one place you could listen is you can click on Cadillac Cowboy e and EP in and YouTube, and it'll stream all of those videos as as you're listening to the song. Another great spot that really helps me um, is uh, is the stream on Spotify because so many venues take a lot of. Stock and how many followers you have on Spotify and how many streams and listeners. So the more people that go there and, and listen there, it really helps me a lot to be able to come play a show in your town.
3: Very cool. And you know what? You've been teasing me about that for years <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah, he I'm hasn't so been so to Norman yet. He has not come to <laughs> Oklahoma. And I'm t- I'm just, you know what, Jared? Just stop teasing me. It's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will I will be there. Maybe this is the year.
3: Uh-huh, here <laughs> yeah. we go. i oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all excited again
0: okay jared I, uh, we've been doing this show 12 years now and you've been coming on this show for 12 years and every year you say maybe this is the year <laughs> throwing that out there
2: i actually i have to tell you i did reach out to your county fair jamie last year to go play a gig there
0: and they said no way in hell jamie Once you here so we're not bringing you down
2: i i I wish that's what, I, what happened. Instead, it was just crickets. I never, I never <laughs> heard anything.
0: <laughs> get on it, Jamie. Come on, Jamie.
3: Oh my God. Get on it. I am going to run for office just so I can get Jared at the county fair. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: if you ever get to Ocala and down to the New World Equestrian Center, let me know and uh, we'll have to get together.
2: Okay. Okay. That could happen.
0: All right. Sounds good, Jared. We appreciate you joining us again. It's been a lot of fun.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. Really
0: Enjoy appreciate Enjoy
3: the thank snow. You. Tell your Will family do. hi. Go make a snowman oh, for Jared,
0: us. before you go, there's a something I have to ask all the cowboys, and that is Ford, Chevy, Dodge, GMC. What is it? Toyota. Really?
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, we have to go. We're yeah. <laughs> breaking up
2: are you an american are you, you i'm know. just kidding i i have a ford pickup <laughs> okay. which is in 1993 and I'll, i will have you know i am playing cassette tapes in that truck still and then oh i my but,
3: god you got me but,
2: but my, my running around truck is a toyota tacoma so i, I was being honest
0: oh, that's a first for a cowboy i think are you the only one in the country with a toyota
2: Maybe the only one that'll speak up. Yeah. <laughs> do
0: they do you actually <laughs> drive places and park with it? Or you get beat up.
3: My stepdad won't drive anything but a Toyota truck, so I get it. Yeah, He's like, you (laughs) want a truck that's going to keep going? Get a Toyota. (laughs) He's not
2: wrong about that. (laughs) Hey, they're great little rodeo wagons. Guys, crisscross the country in them, trust me.
0: Well, there's one vote for Toyota right there. You heard it from Jared Rogerson. We'll put a link to all of Jared's stuff in our show notes. Thanks, Jared. Thank you. Well, it's so much fun having Jared on the show. We're gonna play his song, Time Spent in the Saddle, to play the show out today. So uh before the auditor post show, we'll play that for everybody. And next up, our next guest is brought to you by Daily Dose Equine, non GMO core nutrition for horses and ponies of all ages. And we have one of the hosts here on the Horse Radio Network. She does the Adventuresses podcast, and she's been on the show many times before. Just like Jared, Crystal Kelly's here. Hi, Crystal. Hey, everyone. So good to have you on. Now, normally we have you on talking about your podcast, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I wanted to talk to you about your real job. Um, what a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you actually have one. Um, so what a lot of people may not know is that you're like the highest level of uh, FEI coach, right?
4: Yes. Yes, I am. In the USA, I'm the highest level FEI coach. What What discipline? So for my coaching certification, I did show jumping, but we also have to qualify for dressage as well. (laughs) So yes, show jumping is my main, my main jam and then dressage is, is in there.
0: Wow. Okay, that's a long way from uh, riding horses over mountains through weird countries. So <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, and that's yeah. what that's what all of our listeners know you for is the Adventurists podcast. But uh, you know, when I saw you post the other day, I was like, we I don't think we've ever talked about the fact that you're like a serious rider and teacher.
4: Well, and that's yeah, and you know, I found that kind of funny myself too. Like thinking about things, I always traveled working as a show jumper. Um, But, you know, it was like very elite, exclusive, like Grand Prix horses and, you know, billionaires and shakes. And you don't talk about it very much. So I just never really thought to talk about, like you said, my day job. (laughs) to People, you know, like I didn't really talk about my job. And I was like talking about my fun little travel adventures instead. So, yeah, yeah, this is new for me, too. Talking about what I do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you have a company called the International Equestrian. Tell us about it.
4: Yeah. So I've noticed. You know, when I grew up in California riding horses, there was a big gap in the education space when it comes to horse riding between the people who have money and the people who don't. I fell in the people who didn't have money category when I was young. And when I left to work in Europe in different countries and working with, you know, Grand Prix show jumpers and dressage horses and all that jazz, I found out how big that gap was in education. So the international equestrian is where I'm trying to bridge that gap, basically. I'm trying to educate everyone, raise the standard of equestrian education. Um, There's a lot of mismatch information out there. There's a lot of people teaching the wrong stuff. There's a lot of, you know, old-timey things that you'll hear, like heels down or, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, yeah, I'm just trying to kind of break down those barriers and provide some knowledge and and information and education to people.
0: So now you you have your own you have your own group uh, of followers, but you're also living in Spain. So does that make coaching a little more difficult or do you do it all virtually or
4: It's it's all virtual. So before COVID, I was 100% like one-on-one in person. Like that's why I was traveling so much cuz people were flying me to their country. I was building their riding curriculums and like training the staff and the horses and like everything. And then COVID happened, and I was like, "Ooh, I should get with the 21st century," as I think many of us equestrians <laughs> did. And and so I shifted everything to online. And so yeah, I, I coach everyone online. I do some like live trainings as well. So I purchased the stables here in Spain. That's why I'm here now. Um, so Glenn, the next time we talk, I'll probably still be in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, but yeah, so I have I have stables now. I have my own show jumping horse and a couple other horses. We have a nice arena with a view, and I do. Lots of videos. My customers, they send me their writing videos of them, and I give them feedback. We jump on coaching calls. I have an app. You know, they listen to my guided audio lessons. So, yeah, I've, like, hit the, the online thing pretty hard. And I have to say, I'm, like, wondering why we as equestrians didn't do this sooner. (laughs) to be honest. Like, it's pretty amazing.
0: Well, trust uh, trust us, we've been doing podcasts for 14 years, and we were wondering why uh, equestrians didn't catch up a little sooner, too. So uh, we're with you on that one. Um, (laughs) Tell us a little bit about the area you're in in Spain.
4: Oh, God, it's gorgeous here. Um, So I'm a couple hours from Barcelona. It's actually like a little hidden gem place that no one knows about. So, like, Spanish people come here for tourism, but not very many outsiders end up here. So, of course, this is where I I found a place. Um, But there's this beautiful, like, mountain range, and there's, it's like a wine region, so they kind of call it the Tuscany of Spain. But, yeah, the mountains are very beautiful. They call it, like, the Red Rocks. So, every evening, the sun hits it, and it turns the whole mountains like, pink and red, and it just looks really cool. So, there's lots of hiking paths and nature and where we are there's like no light pollution you know we don't have any neighbors and there's these small little medieval villages and towns and yeah it's just like a really cool i don't know i think whatever you guys are picturing like it's that (laughs) you live in a hallmark
0: movie
4: (laughs) yeah exactly that's where we live yeah it's super cool
0: i'm sure you can get all the spanish fancy horses you want for like ten dollars too right (laughs)
4: <laughs> They're definitely cheaper here. Yes, if you, <laughs> I don't have to import them to the U.S. like you guys do. So yes,
0: <laughs> Jamie wants to visit you over there. Jamie, were you in Mom her went. area
3: when you were over there? I was in. Let's see, I went to Madrid and then I went down to like the southern part in Sevilla and you know played with all the Andalusians.
4: Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm more like. Near Barcelona. Um, yeah, that's more not north. Not too far from the coast. Yeah, more north. But yes, there's definitely a, a more um, horse culture in, in the south of Spain with Andalusians and, and everything. Okay. so Obviously, uh, I'm a show jumper, so I'm like doing my show jump thing. You
0: don't, you don't have to tell me how much, but everybody's listening would be mad at me if I didn't ask. Uh, so are farms more expensive over there or over here? Uh,
4: more expensive in the U.S., although I guess it depends on where. Um But yeah, here it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but also the place that we found, so it was abandoned for a couple of years because of the whole COVID thing. And so when we, we got it, it had this like gorgeous um, dressage, actually a little bit bigger than a dressage arena, but this beautiful arena looking at the view and then nice stables. But it was a little bit beat up just because, I mean, nobody was here. So we kind of bought the place. It was pretty cheap um, compared to the U.S. standards and yeah, we've just been kind of fixing things up as we
0: go and Yeah. Very cool. Well I'm gonna post a picture. I stole a picture off your website or off your Facebook page. So oh, yeah, go for it. I'll yeah. Post no, a picture you can are see. The, yeah, you can see the mountains in the back and they really are gorgeous. So if somebody wanted to hire you or to get involved with you as far as an instructor is concerned, how do they do that?
4: Yeah, so a couple of things. It depends on your goals and what it is that you want to do. So there's some people they're happy with like the app, you know, they just listen to me while they ride and they you literally just press play on your phone and I like coach you <laughs> basically. So that's the very like low key version of it. There's other people, maybe your goals are a little bit bigger. Maybe you want more personalization, more one-on-one coaching. So obviously that would involve a lot more of my time and we jump on regular calls. You send me videos, blah, 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 all this stuff. Um, so for that, you know, you just kind of book a call with me and we can chit chat about your, your riding goals and where you're at. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the easiest way to, to find me it's just my website to be honest
0: very good what's the website
4: the international equestrian.com i also have a facebook group if if everyone wants to jump in on the group and i post weekly live stream videos so
0: very good well before we let you go i have to ask you because you are you do host one of the shows here on the network what's been your favorite adventurists podcast episode recently
4: yeah. So I'm not hosting it anymore. I have, um, my two podcast hosts, Uta and Heather, they're in charge of it, but they recently interviewed one of the ladies who, um, she sent us quite a few articles early on when EQA started. Sorry, question of interest is her name is Hebe. And so the most recent episode, it was, I think, 280 episodes. I can't believe we've done that many episodes. <laughs> um, but episode 280, she kind of shares her experiences and travels where she was like working as a, uh, on a horse circus in guatemala and she was like traveling in australia and like all kinds of crazy places so that one was a super cool episode
0: very cool and of course you can find that anywhere podcasts are found the equestrian adventurists podcast you can find that any place and also on the horse radio network website or app as well crystal thanks for joining us we really appreciate it and uh have fun over there in
4: spain yeah thank you right, you're welcome ta- to visit
0: uh, we, we will take you up on that i know Jamie. No jamie's itching to go back so i know <laughs> thank you Lots Crystal. wine here so. there you go <laughs> okay. she, you got jamie there she's she sold <laughs> horses and wine huh. she'll be over <laughs> thanks crystal
3: thank you Bye. take care
0: all right there you go so a trip to spain you're, you're ready to go
3: I was ready yesterday, so I'll just (laughs) head to the airport now.
0: You see the picture at the top of the page? Her mountains are beautiful. stunning. (laughs) That is a cool part of the world. Daily Dose Equine offers a full line of handcrafted horse feeds to maximize the health and performance of horses and ponies of all ages, including scooter. Each custom feed has been developed with whole grains and non-GMO ingredients to eliminate the risk of herbicide contamination. They are horse people themselves, and they've seen firsthand the difference that Superior Nutrition can have in our equine partners. We invite you to learn more about Daily Dose Equine's origins and to find a formula that is perfect for your equine partner at DailyDoseEquine.com. They also are sold. You can get them shipped for free, and that's how we do it with Scooter's Feed at Chewy. You just go to Chewy, and all of Daily Dose products are there, and you can order it, and it comes in a great big box. How they can afford to send 50 pounds free, I don't know, Uh, but it uh, shows up at our door. Well, we have a Chewy warehouse about a block away from our house. So it shows up the next day. Chewy
3: and- is awesome, by the way. I just want to say, they actually, all of their ripped bags or torn bags or anything, they fly and Horse and Hound picks them up at the airport and gets to feed all their horses with their extra Really? So, isn't that cool?
0: I didn't know that. I didn't know they did that. Huh. There you go. I know they're very socially conscious and all that company as well. But uh, Scooter eats, by the way, the Carb Buster. And we had some friends over on Saturday who have seen Scooter through the years and said, wow, he looks the best I've ever seen him. And we really do attribute the Carb Buster to that, plus the fact that he's not not
3: in your backyard anymore (laughs) eating cookies. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> jennifer did say that too uh, so he gets about two cups of that a day and hay and free choice salt and he gets all his nutrition met and he looks really good so uh carb buster is what we use for scooters so your fat horses that's what they get you want to do some weird news
3: oh we got some
0: yeah yeah we had some last week by the way without you and it was all horsey weird news
3: yeah, well not so- <laughs> time to learn
1: why some days Paris <laughs> to, to be part of the human race in Jamie's Weird News.
3: Yeah, so if you're like looking around, reading the news however you read it, and you see a story that you're like, dude, that is so weird. Email it to me, Jamie at horseradio network dot com with weird news in the subject line. Just like Are you ready for this? <clears throat> I've been gone a while. April, Casey, Carrie, Jolyn, Laureen, Charlotte, Ina, Alicia, and some guy named Glenn have all sent me weird news stories. Sorry if I've missed yours because I had to go back through a couple weeks of stories. And um, I, I know you're going to be thrilled that we are going to start in Oklahoma.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say Florida.
3: No, I mean you wouldn't be excited about that. You're excited <laughs> it's Oklahoma. I am excited. And we're going to go to a little town near here called Chickasha. It looks like Chickasha, but it's Chickasha is how you pronounce it here. And Chickasha has decided that they want to be like the Oklahoma's quote Christmas town. Okay. So Chickasha wants to be Oklahoma's Christmas town. They want to get tourism and all that. Well, now they've added to the Christmas town atmosphere, And I could bore you with all the details, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, have you seen, of course you've seen it, but A Christmas Story Mm -hmm. with Ralphie, you'll shoot your Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Tongue stuck to the pole, all that. Yeah, Yeah,
3: exactly. You know the leg lamp?
0: Yes, yes.
3: Oh, they've now built a 50-foot-tall recreation <laughs> of the leg lamp. Only in Oklahoma. <laughs> complete with the black high-heel, fringed, fringed lampshade, and box-marked mark- fragile. <laughs> So yes. And you know what's funny is I'm a member of like Oklahoma Day Trips Facebook page, like things to do with your family or your kids. And one of the things that they say is like you gotta get a chicken shade and look at the leg lamp.
0: <laughs> Did do I see they were to... doing a remake of the, not a remake, but a new movie with all the characters in it?
3: No, I, I well, I don't know, maybe. I've been okay, a I'll little have to underwater look, with have to look flight up? line stuff. Yeah, I look that up. <laughs> All right. um, but yeah, yeah, you can go see a fifty foot tall leg lamp, and there's a whole like backstory because like the guy who you like made it for the movie used to live in Chickasha, so get a whole connection there. But it was yeah, again, tourist destination. I'll be Oklahoma. right out.
0: Another trip to Oklahoma.
3: I mean, come on. Okay, so my favorite hot sauce is called Texas Pete and the commercials for Texas Pete is this lady. And she like, I put that beep on everything and it's true. I put that beep on everything. I mean, from eggs to pizza to all the things. Anyway, apparently there's a LA man who is not happy with Texas Pete hot sauce and has also hired an attorney and sued Texas Pete for their sauce. Do you know why, Glenn? I don't know why. Because they're not from Texas. <laughs> the Texans they're are liars. really,
0: really territorial. <laughs>
3: yeah, but it's a guy in L.A. who's like, you know, he's probably sitting there putting it on his eggs in the morning and like just reading the label. And he's like, this Beep is from North Carolina. <laughs> so <laughs> he decided he's going to sue because they say Texas Pete. And then they also have like the white star, like the Texas flag. And it's like a cartoon cowboy. And you so know he's using he, well, false
0: advertising.
3: <laughs> yeah. He relied on the language and images on the front label before his purchase. And so now he's decided <laughs> to sue them for That's the $7 right.
0: that the bottle uh, cost him. Or is there pain and it's suffering like involved? It's like
3: three dollars. <laughs> so, um, apparently, he wants the lawsuit wants the hot sauce brand to risk to change its name and cha- quote change its name and brand and to pay up. That's right. <laughs> There's nothing about texas there's nothing texas about him the lawsuit says and so it's from winston-salem and he's mad glenn and texas pete has until tomorrow to respond november 10th this is gonna come down
0: (laughs) by the way before we get to your next story i looked it up yes a christmas story 2022 um, And it follows the now adult Ralphie as he returns to the house on Cleveland Street to give his kids a magical Christmas like the one he had as a child, reconnecting with childhood friends and reconciling the passing of his old man.
3: Is it the same actors? Yes.
0: Peter Billingsley is in it, and he awesome. looks exactly like he did. He hasn't changed in all these years. He still oh looks gosh. like him. And, of course, they gave him the same glasses, so that helps. Um, it
3: sounds but, a bit like a, like a National Lampoon's Chevy Chase kind of thing. Where I'm trying
0: to see where it's going to be, and I don't know. You're going to have to look that up. I can't see what ne- What the thousand like- networks it's going to be on.
3: Rusty, the son, went and drove across the country to like give his family the vacation to Wally World that he never had. And to be fair, it's hilarious. So maybe this will be that good.
0: Yeah, I can't figure out what it's going to be on. So you have to look that up yourself. But anyway, oh, where? uh, No, I don't know. It'll be everywhere. (laughs) It'll be everywhere. So there you go. There's uh, your movie to watch for the holidays. Next story. I'm trying.
3: We went to Oklahoma and then kind of California and then now we're going to go to another place that I used to live, which is also Arizona slash California. That's right. We're sticking to the West Coast now. Is following
0: you today? It (laughs) is.
3: It is. So, um, I would like to say that you know what, people. I'm going to just everybody sit down, listen to my advice. Do not lick the frogs. (laughs) Do not lick the frogs. Why would The Facebook page for the Sonoran Desert Visitors Bureau have to post that on their Facebook page. Let me tell you why. Because people are licking the toads. That's right. (sighs) Sadly, the National Park Service had to warn visitors last week against licking toads, Sonoran Desert toads, if you come across them. Quote, these toads have a prominent paratoid glands that secrete a potent toxin. It can make you sick if you handle the frog or get the poison in your mouth. So these toads were in Arizona when I lived there. And I remember watching Zinyada, my dog, playing with one of the toads in the front yard. And I was like, no, no, no. And I had to rush her to the emergency room and she was like tripping out. It was crazy. But she also almost died. So don't. Lick the toad. Whenever we would see a toad, we would freak out and like bring all the dogs in and like chase it away and stuff. But you can't touch the toads because they have like poison on their skin. But apparently they say it might appear strange that anyone would be tempted to lick an amphibian outside of a fairy tale. But this particular toad has been in high demand. People have exploited the toad's toxin as a psychedelic, smoking it to experience euphoria and hallucinations. However, you could die, so don't do that. That's a terrible idea. Drugs are bad. Enough. That's enough. It's ridiculous.
0: So is this... I, who's the first one that did that and thought it was a good idea?
3: Mm, that guy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, just, girl. I just
0: wouldn't think it's a lick of frog to get high. No. Mm, no. Mm, don't do it. Mm. It's, it's just gross. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, it's it's Wouldn't you
0: have to be high in the first place?
3: Uh, I'll give you this one real quick because this one was really weird. And this guy, so a man in China became strangely ill and had to go to the hospital uh, because he had like severe back pain and like some sort of like weird. Pathology changes to his chest, abdomen, liver, and digestive system. And the doctors could not figure out what was wrong with this guy. Why do you have, like, basically parasitic infections in your body all over? And the the doctors were like, "What did you do? What did you eat? Did you eat something weird? Have you been eating game, you know, or something crazy?" And he's like, "No, I haven't done anything." And then his wife was like, <laughs> "Remember that time you ate that live crab? That's a couple months ago." And the the guy was like, "Oh yeah, I guess I did eat a live crab out of the the lake, the, the the creek." And this is in China, so it's very, it sounds very different, but I'm not going to do a Chinese accent because I can't. Uh, so <laughs> so this tough. guy is like, I didn't do anything. And his wife's like, yeah, you did. He ate a live crab. And the doctor was like, why did you eat a live crab? And the man was like, excuse me, it pinched my daughter. And to get it back, I put it in my mouth and bit down and ate it.
0: <laughs> Once again, who would think of doing that?
3: I mean, he was protecting (laughs) his. Was there alcohol involved? (laughs) Yeah, apparently he he was like really mad at this crab because it pinched his little girl. And she was like, ow, this thing pinched me. And he was like, well, I'll show that crab. (laughs) And he like picks it up and bites down on it and eats it.
0: (laughs) Throw it in the water, step on it. I would never think to eat it.
3: The quote is the doctor was like, I asked him, why did you eat a live crab? And he said, quote, I want to take revenge for my daughter. When we were in a stream, my daughter was pinched by a small crab. So I got angry and I put it in my mouth for revenge. Well, revenge is on you, baby. <laughs> Be vegetarians. Got pretty sick, huh? <laughs> don't lick frogs and don't eat live crabs. All right. One last story. I feel like
0: that should go unsaid and not need said is what I'm Again,
3: saying. Again, yeah. weird news. Yeah. These people are stupid. <laughs> All right. Finally... An officer in Jackson County, Oregon, sees a car on the interstate going 112 miles an hour. Well, he's like, I got to pull that guy over. So he goes behind the car and the driver puts his lights on and the driver refuses to stop. And a police chase ensues. And the vehicle then crossed county lines. County lines and Jackson County Sheriff's office. It took over the pursuit and they put spikes out on the road and it ran over the spikes and then they kept going and they put more spikes out seven times. They had to spikes, spike the car, put spikes on the road. The car ended up driving without tires from central point to Ashland, which is apparently 17 miles. The car Finally stops. And they're like, you know, they get out. They've got their guns drawn. They're like police chase. They're expecting the worst. And they sneak up to the car, like looking around. All right. Get out of your car. Get out of your car. Guns drawn. Guess who steps out of the car? (laughs) A 75-year-old woman. (laughs) (laughs) You go, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Did she have a reason for... Uh they, no, they, they actually they they haven't. Uh, she was identified as seventy-five-year-old Elizabeth Catherine Exis at Essex, and she was taken to jail, charged with reckless driving and attempted to elude police. Nobody was injured, and no reason for her running like that. But I'm sure she had a good one. <laughs>
0: Bingo was. She was late for bingo. <laughs> She's
3: late for bingo, people. I was like, that's my mom's age. I was like, I can't imagine my mom being like, just floor it. One
0: hundred ten.
3: Uh, <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> All
0: right, thank you everybody for sending in. How do they send ads into you or or weird or stories, news stories into you? Yeah,
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna clarify that because that's a great question. Weird news, Jamie at horseradionetwork.com. Weird news in the subject line, so I know what it is.
0: And it's Ads. J-A-M-I-E. J A M I E.
3: Yes, J A M I E. Ads go to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com. There seems to be a little crossover happening. And if you're going if you to get your ad counted, you have to send it to Jennifer at com. So please, both of those things, but keep coming. I mean I can't do this alone. These were fantastic.
0: <laughs> Thank you everybody for joining us today. Tomorrow Mary and Jennifer will be with you. Mary Kitzmiller and Jennifer will be with you doing a training episode. And I'm sure Mary will be asking the auditor room for some questions. And then on Friday we'll be doing some we'll be doing some really bad ads. So join us on Friday and we're also giving away the prizes on Friday. So join us then for that. Thank you everybody for joining us and auditors hold on after we hear from Jennifer Jared Rogerson, time spent in the saddle. We're going to have a little lottery talk.
3: All right, Spade New your geld
1: I miss the smell of leather In any kind of weather Looking out across the vast and empty land Swinging up to ride Covering ground on a mountainside There is no better use of my time But I'm stuck here in this city Looking round, it ain't pretty I can see the hell that cropped up out of greed all the hate and misunderstanding Wish I was back home where they put down their phone To help someone in here Time is like a weapon in a battle some spend their time getting wasted. Others waste their time just spending on things that are way overrated. We're all fighting in a war on a river called life. Can't slow the flow of time with a paddle. But no hour of life is wasted. That is time spinning the saddle I've been racing to get ahead Spinning my wheels instead I gotta change my direction It's now a bust I ain't getting any younger Gotta feed this hunger So I'm leaving this asphalt in the dust in a war on a river called life, you can't slow the flow a time with a paddle. But no hour of life is wasted, that is, time spent. Now together with the best force I have ever had We are of the same mind Covering ground on a mountainside There is no better use Of our time Time is like A weapon in a battle Some spend their time getting wasted Others waste their time Just to spend it Overrated. We're all fighting in a war. A river called life. You can't slow the flow of time with a paddle, but no hour of life is wasted. That is time spent.